I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> the return of Scott Kaplan after a week away. Cap, how are you? I am well, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Now, yes, now, Cappy, did you yes. hear yeah, that while me. you were gone, you were away, right? Right. I was up in uh, Mammoth. Okay. Yes. I paid homage to you. Did you hear about it? I've heard about it, but I never heard it on the radio. Well, okay. stand by, my friend. Here you go. Here's your original uh, uh, line that, that I think is the most that brilliant. That Mason challenged me to work into a Laker game. The most brilliant thing you've ever said, Cappy. <laughs> what a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. So the challenge was, can John Ireland work that into a broadcast? And not only, Cap, in your honor, did I work it into the broadcast, but I worked it into the game-ending clinching call of an overtime. Here it is. What a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. <laughs> so, you want to hear something funny? That was way better than my situation. So, Ramona bet me a hundred. I heard this, but I did not hear if you did it. I did it in the. I told her in the first break I would do it because I because you know as you know when we're doing the second game I don't have a pregame hit. So in in the second game we have uh, I come on the first time out right right so in the pre matter of fact this is weird because I I was at that game and I saw you yeah. and I knew this bet was going on but uh, I couldn't hear you right right so, so I didn't know if you did it so I and it was unfortunately blacked out on TV because in LA we, we hit the the limit on LA games right so uh, I told Ramona oh that's gonna be easy because I can just get them the first hit so I told Mike Breen I said hey Ramona bet me a hundred bucks I can't work that line into the broadcast so my first hit I'm gonna toss it back to you this way by saying uh, what was the line again what a fortunate time we find ourselves in yeah and I said Mike what a fortunate time we find ourselves in a potential Russell Westbrook revenge game and perhaps the biggest Lakers Clippers game ever Mike. all true by the way and, uh, oh and then God. I tossed it and the producer Ian Gruca literally went in right in my ear and goes you're welcome congratulations you're now a hundred dollars <laughs> now did they give you a copy of it because um, we I, couldn't record I, I, it I here. I can find it. If you okay. give me a second, yeah. I can find it. Here, by the way, Cappy, is John Ireland's full oh, call. So here, Cappy, you can get the... Uh, not. I, I felt very proud of myself for working this in, not as a throwaway, but when it meant something. Here's the whole call. Abahi, behind the three-point line, not a THT. Schroeder guarding him. Back to Abahi. Back to THT. THT driving. He's into the two-point area. 15-footer. No good. Rebound. Grabbed by Troy Brown. He gets it to Schroeder. Schroeder ahead to Reeves. The clock expires, and the Lakers win it in overtime. 135-133. What a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. The Lakers have won four in a row on the road, and if the Warriors lose tonight, L.A. is in sixth place in the West. Wow. That is so good. Cap, that that was my gift to you, my friend. Dude, that was incredible. (laughs) I I mean, I heard that you worked it in. I followed it all on social media, and I hadn't heard it. 
and you created such an emotional moment in the game. You know, John, that might be your future kind of, that's your signature thing at the end of games. When the Lakers win, you're like, what a fortunate moment we find ourselves in. You know what? I love that. That I'm going to work it in again. Now that I have your permission to steal your line, I'm going to work it in again. Yeah, it's not even mine. It was really Mason's. No, no, it was yours. I mean, it was mine. The first time we heard it was was, when you said it. I was like coaching you up. Yeah, (laughs) right. Now, George, I got to say, I'm ultra, ultra flattered that you and Ramona had the bet and you won the bet. I mean, I'm I'm flattered on one hand, and on the other hand, I'm super happy for you. You're $100. Wait a minute. So, no, honest answer. Has she paid you yet? No. Okay. She knew I did it because I told her she was at the game. All right, we will will, uh, lord over her until she pays up. Yeah, Dude, I am. Venmo I'm actually watching it now. I'm recording it. And I'm going to send it to Brio. So okay, did I good. tell you the one I did in Houston? Mason, no. I don't know if I told you this. No. So we stay in this uber fancy hotel down there. Mm-hmm. It's the only five star hotel in all. Matter of fact, Cap, I think I sent you yeah. exactly where it is so you could see how over the top it is. Is this the place where you jumped into the pool? Yeah, and that's the story I'm going to tell Mason. So Michael and I, we eat dinner at Mastro's. There's right. a Mastro's connected to this hotel. And we get done with dinner, and we're walking back in. And at night, the pool is closed because they turn it into a restaurant, like a fine dining restaurant. All around the And there's probably, pool. you know, yeah. 20 tables around the pool with sure. people eating at all the tables. Nice. And Michael and I walk in the front lobby, and uh, Michael said, I'll give you 100 bucks if you jump into that pool right now fully clothed. <laughs> and before he could take it back, I handed him my wallet and my phone, and I jumped right in the pool. <laughs> And he paid me on the spot. That is crazy. Wait, wait, wait. And the manager comes over and he goes, yeah, I'm going to need your room number. This pool's closed. And I went, well, he just shot me a hundred bucks. He, he was not amused. And finally, after a while, when I'm standing there, I even had my shoes on. Dripping wet. I'm standing there dripping wet. He goes, I go, do you want me to go in through the back? I will. I'll go in, in through like the waiter's entrance. And uh, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, here, let me just get you some towels. Yeah. Try off for five minutes, yep. and then I'll follow you with a dry towel and just get in the elevator and go to your room. And I Dude. did. And then they put all my clothes in a dryer, and I had a hundred bucks. Wait, wow. you you did this with your shoes on though? Like I, that would have been for me. I would have been like, Yo, was, let Michael me take my made shoes it off. a condition of the bet. Oh really? He said, "I go. Can I give you my wallet, my phone?" He said, "Yes, but you got to leave your shoes on." But John, has everybody seen the video of you going into the pool? I don't think so. Okay, because uh, I have a question. I just listened to this. Didn't so, work. Yes and no. So D'Angelo Russell hit a shot mm-hmm. when I was starting the line. So you can't hear it as well? And I, I had to say, hey, basket there by the Lakers. I'm in the middle of my report. Right. I said, I've, I've been there I a million said, times. And the crowd drowned at the beginning. So all you hear is we find ourselves in a fortunate moment um, here, Mike. Yeah. So yeah. she yeah. doesn't owe oh, me bucks. Yeah, she does. You didn't nail it on the exact thing. Right. But, um, Damn you, D'Angelo. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, okay, so, we, so John, you, you jumped in the pool. Yeah. Clothes on, shoes on. Yeah. Now, this video has not been released? Not that I know of. Yeah, I think Trudell put it out okay. like, Trudell put on it out? social. But here, I'll send, it, the... I'll send it to you and Sedona right no, now. Okay. I've seen the video, and George, you should see this. Check me on this. When you and Michael show up at the hotel, yeah. and Michael kind of goes and puts some stuff down on the table, yeah. and he seems to take out an envelope to pull the $100 bill out of an envelope. Oh, yes. probably his per diem, right? Yeah. Is, it's, is it's, Michael... it's from his per diem envelope. Okay, I was just like was wondering if he's walking around with an envelope. <laughs> an no, envelope he does. No, he does collect hundreds. Here's a weird thing about Michael. Um, when we get our per diem, he goes to Bill McDonald and I, and he says, "Hey, I want your hundreds," and he gives us all of his twenties. And um, 
So it's Michael is obsessed with having a bunch. You can ask him about it tomorrow. Having a bunch of hundred dollar bills, like a roll, yeah, <laughs> like a ball player. And I think now he's up to three or four thousand dollars. No, yeah. And Clay and Trace have found it. Have found his stash. Wow. So they now just go in and take his money. And and he called them both at the same time, and he said, "You guys, you're both making millions of dollars in professional athletes. Stop taking my money." And they don't care. They go in and raid his so hundreds all the time. I have, oh my God, that's I, hilarious. I'm not a big cash guy, but um, I have at home <laughs> what we call the go-back. And so, and in it, you have a stash of cash? I've got a stash of cash, and Juan has no idea where it is. Okay. No idea. He goes and looks for the go-back all the time. Cannot find it. Well, my it's wife- just, All it is is cash and a fake beard and mustache. Okay, like Neil Diamond? <laughs> in case I need to go. Yeah, you got the Neil Diamond fake hat exactly. and fake mustache. Like bag. Um, so, Mace, I, fa- I found out the other day, my wife is just like you. Yeah. Does not carry any cash whatsoever. Yeah. She See? just says she doesn't need it. I go, what happens when you have to tip people? She goes, I don't tip anybody. Well, Michael said <laughs> on, in the game on Friday, Michael said that it uh, cash carries like 200 different types of bacteria and fungus and all that. Well, stuff. He it's would filthy. Know. Yeah. He, Michael Thompson would know. How's he clean it? Uh, I don't think he does. I think he just, he loves money, so he puts up with it. Yeah. Now, George, do you know your playoffs? I'm watching your video right now. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I, I sent, yeah. I just sent it to Mason and Sedano yeah. Cappy. Um, do you know your playoff schedule yet? Um, I'm calling the play in the nine ten playing game in New Orleans on on radio. Oh, I actually think that's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I'm doing that. I'm I off. think New Orleans wins unless Shea Gilgis Alexander goes crazy. Yeah, I'm off this weekend because I'm doing college football spring game at Miami on uh, ACC. Oh, that'll Network. be fun for you. Yeah, on ACC Network, and then I'm back next week. I don't know where I'll be next week. Though. Well, either do I. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the season could be over. I could be in Memphis. Yeah, and then from there Tell me to send you to Memphis when we go to Gus's. Uh, Yeah, Gus's is good. I heard you say you can eat chicken uh, every night for a week straight. It's probably not good for the ticker is what I would say. Yeah, probably not. Probably true. Yeah. Uh, Cappy... Why, what's wrong with you chicken go, every night? Fried well, chicken? Well, fried, fried chicken. Oh, fried chicken. Yeah. And, and if I'm, if I'm there for a week and I eat it for lunch and dinner all week, that's probably not good. Have you ever seen um, Super Size Me? Yes. Yeah. It's It'll like, keep it, you out of McDonald's yeah. for at least a month. It, it, yeah. It's kind of like that, right? Yeah, right. Like you're, you're just going to get worn down. Fried chicken every night. Yeah. Cappy, you coming you're, up for the game on uh, tomorrow night? I am, as a matter of fact. How about you? Yeah, me too. Are you guys going to go and uh, get lost again in the Are arena? We, yeah, <laughs> Cappy, you lead the well, way, man. Now I know how to get from that, you know, like the, the nosebleed press box all the way down. So um, now I, I can make it a lot faster. I've got the business card of Travis Madison. Do you remember Travis? Of course I know Travis Madison very well. He goes to well. visit him every day. He's the, every time I'm there. He's the guy that runs uh, or uh, security at Hyde. Yeah. Yes. He, did you say he runs social security at Hyde? No. no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Runs social security at <laughs> I mean, you guys By the way, we that. are both both yeah. eligible to yeah. uh, collect, I, I think, at Hyde. Uh, no, we're going to go. So tomorrow night, we're going to go to Hyde, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, let me just ask you a question, Mace. Yeah. Um, are you going to get done with the show tomorrow and then go see a movie and then come back and pick me up? Exactly or what? what I'm going to do. Oh, except it's a 7 o'clock tip. Oh, so you got to oh, find that. you got to hit the window. Why do you hate Jack Black singing on Super Mario? Because it's joke singing. But I, wait a minute. Did you see I School of Rock? Movie. Watch School of Rock with your kids, George. It's a great movie. I haven't movie. watched it with my kids. I remember watching it years ago. Yeah. But I saw Super Mario with my daughter. She loved it. Did she? It's a kid's movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you like, if you play if, the video games, if you grew up playing, right? It. And I grew up playing Super Mario. See, so I was, did not. Yeah, so it was very much in line with uh, with that, and it had like a couple of funny adult jokes, like a lot of those movies have. You yeah. know, it made like three hundred and forty seven million dollars. Dude, I believe something. it. It was. I went to a three o'clock showing. It was pretty packed on a Sunday on Easter. D- did there you go? Did you see uh, 
Did you see Air? I have not yet. I'm going to go see that myself. I'm going to so see it good. on the road when, yeah, when you too. and I are out on the road somewhere. It is so good. Yeah, I heard it's great. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. But uh, if you got a kid, go watch Super Mario. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is anybody? Is everybody here caught up to speed on uh, Ted Lasso? I am. I'm I am, not. I, I am up to so date. So I fell asleep. I, I was so tired last night. I fell asleep because um, I, I literally landed from Nashville at like 8 in the morning um, mm. from a spring game. And... I did all the family stuff. So I went to bed. I was trying to watch it. I caught up on two episodes. I'm I'm at the point where they're going to play Nate. Like that that's the last episode. Yeah, okay, that's that's that. most recent. So you haven't seen that. Right one. At the beginning okay, of that so here's one. Wait, here's, what episode is that? Is that is I'm three. Only through, or is it three four? or four? Four. Maybe it's I'm four. Only, it's got to be four cuz I'm only through 3 cuz they got the the new guy who's like the the Zava. 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 Oh, I love right, Zava. They got Zava. Right. Yeah, okay. Jamie's very upset. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um but here I'm going to tell you guys without spoiling anything a really cool Easter egg to watch in the episode where they play Nate's team. Yeah. Okay, so you guys know who Grant Wall is? Yeah, yes. of course. Okay, really they, famous Soccer writer tragic, yeah. tragically died at the World Cup. Yeah. While mm-hmm. okay. So apparently when they decided to make Ted Lasso into a series, because remember, Ted Lasso started as a promotional campaign on a NBC for yeah. the Premier League. Yeah. And then they turned into a series and they wanted to talk to people that knew soccer. They needed advisors. So yeah. apparently Grant was super generous with his time. So if you watch, uh, I think it's episode four, whichever one where they play Nate. Right. Um, Coach Beard is in his office. Yeah talking to ted and he's clutching a book to his heart yeah watch closely and look at the book it's grant's book it's grant's really? book cool. mm. which wow. i thought was a really cool easter yeah, egg that is cool yeah, uh, that grant is cool. very nice man like i it's so it's sad that he's not around anymore but um yeah i'm very interested in watching that episode so i'm glad that i i i didn't fall i fell asleep right at the beginning so i could just watch the whole thing Wait, again so you're going into episode four george yes where they're about to play nate's team right that's the okay. that's the next episode yeah, okay. west ham against richmond right okay. because zava's got them like right there in the top oh, four dude, right. zava's unbelievable yeah yeah um so this go bear thing do you guys think uh, michael thought they're better without him well you, think you so? can make that argument but michael yeah. thought what he said to me yesterday, he said they're better, or uh, they'll they'll let Gobert play in the game. He'll yes, apologize to his teammates, yeah. and he will apologize directly to Anderson, and nope. he'll be fine. Nope. Why, George? Uh, I think they've already announced the suspension. So yeah. no, no, I know, but but why not let him play? Uh, well, he apologized all, to everybody. He's already dinged up. He's got back issues, back spasms. Right. So, so maybe may more to it than right, what we're may be, seeing. Right. And he's also like he he was bad in that game yesterday. Like Jonas Valanciunas was working him, which is why Anderson got all over him and called him the B word. Right. That's allegedly what he said to him, and that's what set him off. How does that story end? He's, he doesn't really have a tradable contract. No. Right? No. They're gonna have to trade Towns, I think, eventually. Wow. To get those. Uh, because at some Picks point, uh, I think the same thing with Kyrie. You're pot yeah. committed. You moved yeah. everything in the world. I mean, to get Tim Con- Connolly has been a good executive in his in his career. That was not one of those shining moments, though. Yeah. Well, it could go down, especially if if Gobert doesn't come back to the Wolves. I think he probably will. But if he doesn't come back, it might go down as the worst trade in NBA history. Oh, I mean, it's nine players. Yeah, it was five players and four draft picks. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, and and, and strangely, in a full circle moment, two of the players. Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt, yeah, who ended up Lakers with the now. Lakers. By the yeah. way, it's actually technically five because there's a pick swap in there too. Yeah, there you go. So there you so have. Ten. When was the last time you Whoa. had a, a scuffle like that? You know, like a. Like I mean, with Cappy every with every, every, show. every show. If you it guys happens. were in the same room, every I would show. say it happens right. every right. show. But here, but here's the thing. You know, I did hear this all happen yesterday, John, on the radio, when Michael said that, and I, you know, I've watched this thing like ten times. 
He doesn't really go to punch him in the face to knock him out. Correct. It's in the know? chest. It's more it's like of a, a push it's than like it a is a punch. love tap yeah. sort of a thing. You know what I mean? By the it's way, kind of, what were you laughing at that Bergman was saying to you over there that he was laughing? I, at I can tell you. So Bergman made the point that you just made earlier today that they're better without him, and Mason shouted him down, and you made the point and he didn't say anything <laughs> no, to you. No, you said, you think so? <laughs> That's what you said. Mike, you think so? <laughs> Bergman, did it. you have the exact same point? I've been saying oh, it's, it no, for a long It's time. like that TV dad commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> one, of his, one of his regular- I just said that exact thing. One of his regular tropes is uh, Rudy Gobert is overrated. You've said it a yes, million times. Yes, he is. He's not worth a max contract. Oh, by the way, yeah. Greg, that was the other thing I was trying to think of that you were right about. That he was overrated? Rudy Gobert. Yeah. This is a very good day for you. You have been yes. saying for years that Rudy Gobert is not as good as we all think By he is. By the way, where are the Sparks picking in the WNBA draft that just started now? Tenth. Boston win number one. They picked 10. Are you going to have complete coverage? No, I mean, I'd like to. Total. Let me tell you something. The women's game has exploded well, right yeah, now. Yeah, it has. No doubt. Um, it, it, it's, getting, it's getting like 700. That uh, LSU game against uh Highest Iowa. rated women's game ever. I mean, it was like a million people watched yeah. the game. Yeah. That's an, it's an incredible number. That's like an NBA regular season. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So Did you say the number one pick was already taken? Aaliyah Boston from uh, from South Carolina. Yeah, yeah she's okay. the everybody thought that best two way player in the first. sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree. Uh, Caitlin Clark has still got another year, and yeah, she's, like the, she's too young. She's, she's like too the young Steph to come Curry in. Of, uh, of college. Of not going to the White House though. Is she not right? No, uh, that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that let's was be ridiculous. honest. I mean, what were they, what were they thinking? The participation visit. I mean, you can't do that. John would literally like. Oh, I oh would throw God. the trophy. The trophy. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah, throw yeah. the trophy at <laughs> Iowa. He'd go into the the Rose Garden <laughs> yes. and throw the trophy. Yeah, I'd say, why are you giving Iowa an award? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, there you go. There's throw it up against the White up. House and see if I can damage it. <laughs> what do you got, What do you got coming up today? Uh, stupidity. I mean, tons of stupidity. Yeah, there's no question. That's what I listen for. Yeah, I mean, I get some basketball, but I want the stupidity. Well, we got Rosillo coming on today at five, and um, you know from the Ringer, of yep. course, one of the most popular podcasts, yeah, sports podcasts sure. in America. I just listened to him and Bill talking about the whole. He yeah. he he thinks Gobert is an idiot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll discuss that with him, and then McMiniman's going to stop by at six fifteen. Oh, that mm-hmm. isn't that Cappy's, Cappy's nemesis? nemesis. Yeah, yeah, McMiniman. Yeah, McMiniman. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, uh, Mace, I just got a text from uh, Travis, our guy up at Hyde. Yeah. Says, uh, bring it in. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. So you're going to be hanging out at Hyde and not actually watching we'll be the, at the game. Cool, we'll be with the cool kids. I mean, for a, well, for a little while. <laughs> you could argue that's about 70% of Staples. Whoa. Or uh, Crypto.com. A lot of people love the uh, concourse, so yeah. to speak. All yeah. right. Super Cross Talk presented by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. We're back tomorrow at 1. Shadano and Cappy now, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Why'd you oi? I don't know. You didn't sound enthusiastic. I mean, didn't you miss me? Eh. What do you mean, eh? I mean, Andy Kamenetsky was really fun to talk to. Andy Kamenetsky's great. I love him. Yeah. And Beto, you know. Yeah, he I. You know, we had Latino heat going on. I bet you did. You know, there's a if lot going had, on. You put me and Andy Kamenetsky together, you got Hebrew heat. There's that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Make no mistake, my friend. Yeah. So, dude, I am curious. What is your deal? Like, what, what are you doing the rest of the week? Are you here? Are you gone? Are you on the road? Are you with me? So I'm here. I'm, what I'm doing every show but Friday. Okay. Um, in some way, shape, or form. All I, right. I may not be here for the entire show every day, mm-hmm. but I'm doing every show but Friday. Okay. So tomorrow for mm-hmm. this Lakers game. I will be working um, from home because I got to catch the last flight out to New Orleans, uh, which is at like 620. Uh-huh. So luckily, I live near the airport, so I can get there quickly. Really? Yeah. So you think you're going to be on the air tomorrow till five thirty? Um, yeah, close-ish. Maybe you'll do radio Tinder by yourself. Really? Yeah. And then you, you got to go, man. I can't even believe you're going to do that. You say you live close to the airport. I mean, I, there's a good chance that flight doesn't leave on time anyway. So oh. I've been on that flight a million times. So. Have I heard? Just so you know, I was away and I didn't listen on the app. I get rid of a lot because i'll listen while i'm on vacation but i did follow a little bit on social media Mm -hmm. did you have problems with flights and travel recently Mm, not really okay because somebody put something on social media the other day about you had to like walk to your game because flights got canceled and moved all around i didn't know exactly what had happened no i I don't i don't think so i was fairly uh had fairly easy uh travel last week i would say okay very good and then something else i must have missed on friday because my twitter blew up uh, you were talking about the Good Karma uh, internships. Right. Uh, and you told the story of how far back you and me go. Yeah. So what happened was right at the end of the show, we promoted the Good Karma uh, Brands internship. Mm-hmm. And Beto, uh, you know, rightfully so, talked about how, you know, how important an internship and a good one is. And then I said, yeah, I was Cappy's intern back in the day. And then everybody's like, whoa, what, what? How can you say that with two minutes left to go on the show? <laughs> and I was like, sorry, I don't know. It just came up organically here. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, the funny part about that was people were hitting me up all over social media this past weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys got to understand, I'm probably about, I don't know, 25, 26 years old, something like that. I mean, I am really just getting my feet wet in the business. And you're probably, what, 19, 20-ish? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like just a, maybe young and in college 19, or something? Yeah, yeah, 19, something like that, yeah. So, I mean, like it wasn't like anybody knew what to do. We were all making it up as we went along at that time. Yeah, you were farting a lot. I mean, you still well, fart now, so there's that. I mean, you know. Th- listen, Some things I, never I, change. I was at a bowling alley a couple nights ago in yeah. Mammoth, okay? And it was super loud, right? So I was just letting them rip, dude. Yeah. It just didn't matter to me at all because I knew there was no way that anybody could hear me. Right. So I was just letting them fly. Right. Dude. And there wasn't anybody that was going, what the, who the, what the? Like it just, it just nothing happened. Like right. there was nothing. Right. You know, it was great. God, that's such a you felt freedom thing. basically ah, in that. Part. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, just wonderful. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it was and it was indoors. Clearly at a bowling. Oh, alley. oh yeah, totally indoors. Yeah. By the way, quick note on that, Cappy. You yeah. know how you always talk about you know your your stomach and flatulence and whatever you want to call those issues on the air openly. Uh, yeah, it's it's more it's more like you know 
yeah, it's it's what happens when you're not really sure. You have IBS, about, irritable yeah, bowel you have, syndrome. You probably have yeah. like a, what do they call it? Like a GI issue, right? Yeah. Go <laughs> well, see a gastroenterologist. <laughs> yes, you should. One of our uh, Twitter followers or in someone yeah. in the community saw this tweet posted by Dude Wipes, which Dude mm-hmm. Wipes is like baby oh, wipes yeah, for guys. Yeah. yeah, And it said, when's the last, or have you ever pooped your pants? Mm-hmm. And somebody like quote tweeted it and was just like, oh, Cappy needs to endorse this brand. No doubt. And I so said, have yeah. we, have, I, have I we hand it off? I told okay. Matt Burke. Okay, that's the right guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one guy who could uh, sell Dude Wipes. You know, that's the guy, Matt Burke. He's a Dude Wipe kind of guy. Then yeah. you wouldn't need extra underpants. I mean. That's true. I don't know. I mean, you still think you need underpants? Well, I mean, it sounds like the dude wipes could could do a nice job of you know cleaning it up. Well, I feel like Laker fans have needed that all season long, and now they feel confident. Now they're good. Now they're in a place where they don't need the dude wipes anymore. Well, listen, I I heard LeBron yesterday, and he's sitting there after the game, and of course, this is after he's crowned himself a couple of times in the game yesterday, which I I mean, he did hit pretty humongous shots. I mean, listen, dude, the guy was amazing. I mean, I give the guy all the credit in the world. I said it all year long. (laughs) 38 years old doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. The man is superhuman, okay? Mm-hmm. And the guy got himself back. He got he got his foot fixed because he found the LeBron James of foot doctors. Yeah. He got his foot fixed, and the guy looks great. He looks spry. He looks younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that you know three or four weeks off that he had, maybe it just rejuvenated him. I'm not sure. But he looked great. Um, so he crowned himself, and he sat there in the locker, George, shirtless, of course, like check out these guns and these shoulders and the traps and the whole deal. And he said, look, look how bad we were. Like we, here's a team that actually finished 500 better. Yeah. yeah. And you had t- given us that stat. They hadn't been 500 in like two years. Right. You know, where they started the season, both from a roster perspective, a dysfunctional locker room perspective, mm-hmm. and a terrible start at two and 10 to where they finished the season and what they accomplished after the second half, after yeah. the trade deadline, Only 12 teams in the history of the sport have gone to and started to intend and made the playoffs. Very impressive. Yeah. And I'm actually psyched about this whole play-in thing. I like the play-in. I do. I love the play-in. It's funny because LeBron used to poo-poo the play-in all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, not, no poo-pooing. No, he, he needs you it that? now. Yeah, that's for Get sure. him some dude wipes. Yeah. I think his you know? exact quote was, the person who came up with that bleep should be fired. Should be fired, yeah. right, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Not anymore. I don't think he went as far as to say, you know, violence. I mean, just just fire the guy. I believe it was fired, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, think about it now. The excitement part of it is if you're the Lakers, George, mm-hmm. and you're the seven, yeah. and you're taking on the eight, but the eight just imploded. I yes, mean, even disaster. Listen, even, I was watching that won. thing live. I was That was the game I was watching yesterday. Um, I had the Lakers on the, on, on the iPad, and I had on the ESPN app or whatever... And I had Minnesota. On, actually, what I did, I had DirecTV has that like multi-screen yeah, channel yeah. for like the their league channels, like their league pass channels or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had that on, and I had so I had that one on. I had Phoenix and the Clippers on. I had a bunch of games on there, and then eventually I I just focused between that and Phoenix and the Lakers still on the iPad. And then um, yeah, it was it was wild to watch in real time i was like what because i got up to get something to drink and then all of a sudden i turn around i see i hear them say that gobert's going at it with kyle anderson on their local broadcast and i turned around i just rewound it and they didn't really kind of give any real context then but obviously in real time we were finding out what the hell was happening very quickly well did you happen to see woge's tweet today where um he explained that uh gobert didn't really try and hurt him 
It was really just more of a punch to the chest. Yeah, like but a, on the like other a check. hand, yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, Anderson did call him the B word. He did. He did call him the B word, which is like, hey, just so everybody knows, the reason he actually threw the punch, whether he was intending to I hurt mean, the guy, it's more of a push. But yeah, you know, right? Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is he called him a B word. He did. So once you call him the B word, yep. Everybody understands, okay, that means we got to go. Go go time. Yeah, we got to throw. We got to throw hands right here, right now. You can't be calling me the B word without expecting me to throw. Okay, and that's fine. I actually think it's a little ridiculous myself, but um, I actually also think it's ridiculous that they suspended the guy. Uh, I don't think it's ridiculous that they suspended him. I mean, are you trying to win or are you not trying to win? Conduct detrimental to the uh, organization. I, 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 I don't think, disagree with that. I, I, so it is what it is. Like you, the, He broke the rule, he broke the rule, and he did it in public, which is even worse. Well, yeah. I mean, to punch a teammate in a practice where the video gets leaked and exposed. Draymond got suspended for that. Right, and rightfully so. Right. You know? This is not a punch in the face. No, it's not. It didn't hurt anybody. But it still caused, like, havoc. You know? Also, Draymond's games weren't even regu- like real games, and this is a playoff game. Well, that's what I'm getting at is, like, if you went and made this trade to get Rudy Gobert, it hasn't exactly worked out the way you thought, maybe, but you're in the postseason and you're on the road and you're playing against the Lakers and you just had another one of your dumbass players punch a wall and get hurt and now he's gone. So you need everything you got, and I will applaud you know the, the, the Timberwolves as an organization by saying, you know what? We think we'd like to win, but not with this jerk. Not not like not not right now. Let him be punished and then he'll come back. Everyone seemed very surprised. Like I was watching first take this morning and Wendy was like, you know, with that whole situation, like this is the guy, like you said, that you went out and traded for and, and mortgaged your future on. Like I would be shocked if if he's not on that trip and he doesn't play. And Wendy must be shocked. Um I, I have no problem with him suspending him. Um He's not very well liked by his teammates, historically. Yeah, he's not very well liked by many people historically. Yeah, well, there's that too. This is the same guy that you know touched everybody's microphones during COVID COVID just starting. Yeah, yeah. Hey, isn't this funny? Look at me! I'll touch everybody's microphones, and everybody got sick. I would have suspended him for that too. Yeah. So, but what it but what it does do though, George, is it tells you that those guys they want to win, but they don't want him helping at least not in game one. Yeah, and he's also dinged up too, so that doesn't help. It doesn't help them if he's got back spasms because then he can't defend the way he's supposed to defend. So there's that. That's why his feelings were hurt so bad. How can you call me that when I got back spasms? Come on, I'm out here giving you my whole body. Right. All right, coming up next, the Lakers got it done. They went through turmoil. Now what? Did they actually look out with Minnesota? They've uh, certainly had their battles this season. We'll get into that and take a look at kind of the Western Conference picture. Ryan Rosillo will join us at 5 o'clock. Dave McMiniman at 6.15. Stick around. We're back in two minutes here on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oh, Babyface making that baby making music. Really? Uh, is that what you uh, made babies do? I mean, that's what most people do. Really? Most people? Yeah. That would be like on uh, Family Feud when Steve Harvey says, 100 people surveyed, top five answers on the board. What artist is most famous for baby-making music? Oh, for sure. It would be Babyface. Babyface, Steve. Would you agree? Marvin Gaye would be the number one answer. Marvin Gaye could be the number one answer. That's good. But just Barry depend- White's up there. I would say Luther it depend- depends on generations. I'd that's be really, true. really good at Family Feud, by the way. I you guys want to? You guys want to go on Family Feud as a show? Yeah, we we were going to do it last year at the mm. Mandy's. Remember? Yeah, but think about it. we got the four of us. Oh, we'd be good at it. Yeah, and now we, we got a Mandy's reveal tomorrow or whatever. No. Yeah, yeah, mm. big announcement on when the Mandy's are going to be tomorrow. Cool. It's pretty excited about it, as a matter of fact. Yeah, very excited. You guys sound very excited. Who uh, who's going to be our fifth though on Family Feud? If we were a foursome, it'd be Morales. Oh yeah, Chris. yeah definitely. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Chris. good. Yeah. That's good. He mm-hmm. he has a a wide range of like between like the music and pop culture. I feel like Chris would be good for that. Okay, all right. Top top hundred people surveyed. Top five answers on the board. The number one artist for baby making is Bing, Babyface Steve, Babyface. Let's see Babyface. Come Yay. on, Babyface. Come on. Bing. We're gonna have to go to Atlanta. You guys know to to record the show. That's cool. I'm cool. You I like, guys are down. I like Steve Harvey. They I love fun. Steve Harvey. They have love directs. Steve. As long as they have directs from here, I don't care. I have good, a few huh? friends that have gone to it. They like it. They like you, the experience. Yeah. You know, has I just real quickly. I thought of you, by the way, uh, as I was flying back from Nashville, because yeah. in the terminal next to me, there was a Spirit Airlines back yeah. to LA yeah. from Nashville. Yeah. And I was like, God, Cappy has sent his poor son on that airline so yep. many times. But wait, let me ask everybody here a quick question. Yeah. Has anybody heard of the airline Breezy? No. No. Me neither. Today, my son said to me, Dad, um, school's going to end on whatever it is, May 5th, and I would like to come home for the summer You know that, that day. I said, well, look up some flights. Dude hits me back with- No, nah, I uh, think it's Breeze. Okay, whatever. Yeah. He's like, dude- Because I was uh, going to say Breezy is something else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's like slang for something else. Something else. Yeah, yeah. For something else. Yeah. All right, so this isn't Breezy Airlines? No, Breeze. This isn't like, yo, I'm going to get on my Breezy? No. Uh, I mean, no. Don't be getting on anybody's Breezy. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay. All right, so this is, my son told me, you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, One-way flight, nonstop, Pittsburgh to LA um, or or Orange County, Santa Ana, $100 on Breeze Airlines. Oh, do, do they put him in the cargo area? I don't care where he's going. He, as long as he gets from there to here for 100 bucks, I'm in. He doesn't seem like he would care. Breeze. Breeze Airlines, Pittsburgh to Santa Ana. I feel like once JetBlue at least said they were going to like buy or acquire a Spirit, then... What day is he flying? He's flying on, I want to say, May 5th. Call it a Friday. Okay, so they uh, they only fly um, a couple of days a week from Pittsburgh, it looks like. So yeah, there's that. Um, so John Wayne, yep. I'm looking it up here on Breeze. Yeah. Ninety nine dollars. How says. about that? Now, now that's the night. They have three versions. They have nice, nicer, and nicest. <laughs> yeah. So nice is, I guess, their regular, um, you know, seats. Nicer is probably like their extra legroom seats, and then nicest is their version of first class. Yeah. And that one's three sixty five. Why don't you just get them the first class ticket? 
Hundred dollars versus three sixty-five. Oh, how about just give them the nicer one at one hundred thirty-nine? It's only an extra forty I bucks. I do that for one hundred thirty-nine. I mean, jeez. I know, He's but a tall I also guy. You know, in those usually, if you're like frontier spirit, you need to pay the extra fifty bucks for like the, you know, the people with the longer legs. No, dude, he's going on breezy airlines. Yeah, they probably have like, oh, you yeah. could pay extra per leg fifty dollars. I need to do more research on this breeze first. Breeze? It's not breezy? No, it's breeze, bro. Right. We just told you that. Not Drew Breeze, right? Not that kind of breeze, no. Okay, just like a, yeah. Yeah. Like a cool breeze. Yeah. Got it. Right, well, there you go. Um, so, anywho. Yeah. Um, Robert Wilkins, who's a big listener of ours, mm-hmm. uh, says to me that the Lakers, to be fair, LeBron has never actually benefited from the play-in. The Lakers have been the seventh seed twice, which means they would have been under the old system. And I said, but they played a playing game to beat Golden State. And he's like, I know, but the top eight teams make the playoffs. The play-in doesn't benefit the teams that finish seven and eight. Well, no, but it can hurt them. Um, If you lose the seven game, like the Clippers last year, they lost the first one and then lost the second one and they were out. Yeah, but he's saying if, let's say they didn't do the play-in, then they would have made it every year because they would have been within the top eight seats. I mean, I get it, but... I mean, my point is, you can if you can still lose, then you can benefit from it because you won the one game and you moved on. See, this is why, by the way, let's call a quick timeout here. This is why tomorrow night at Crypto, when you're playing against a team like Minnesota that has now suspended a player, so that kind of gives you an idea of the dysfunctionality on their bench. Is I that a real word? In, I just may have made it up. Oh. I'm, it's completely possible that there was dysfunctional and I just made up dysfunctionality. Yeah. That is that is totally highly likely. Yeah. But when you have a problem like you've got now where everybody's showing this video over and over again and the team suspends the guy and the guy got to go to Twitter and apologize and he got to send a text to everybody in the locker room and he's just so sorry. Okay. And then you got another young player who's a very good solid defensive player, okay, and there's Jaden McDaniels and this guy to walk off the floor in the first quarter and punch the wall in frustration. Yeah, Jaden McDaniels, a, right? Yeah, yeah, now to have a broken hand, okay, and not and be that's able to the play. guy that would have guarded LeBron. So you have two of your starters now gone. Yes, you cannot lose this game at home and then face elimination in the next game. This is one where you win. You move on. You let them deal with whatever they got to deal with. That's their problem, not yours anymore. And you're in. You win, you're in. They got to win tomorrow night. Pretty obvious. Yeah, because if you lose then and you lose one more time, then you're out, out. Right, but, but having this game at home and facing a wounded team right. like Minnesota. You would also have the next game at home, too, by the way, if you did lose. But I'm, But here, here's why I'm telling you here's why I agree with you but I'm just just for clarifications purposes I want people to know because people are still really wonky on these rules like they don't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. so yes if they lost um, to Minnesota they would host the winner of the 9-10 game they would host the winner of the game I'm doing um, Pelicans or Thunder um, and for their sake God I would hope if that happened it would be the Pelicans because if it's the Thunder everyone's going to be uh, you know a little tight is what yeah. I would say be tight either way yeah um but they've had they've held their own against the Thunder. I mean uh, the Pelicans. But what I think they need to do, why I think they need to win tomorrow, is because they need to stay on the seven line. Because here's the here's the difference. Mm-hmm. If you stay on the seven line, if you're the Lakers, 
Your first round opponent is Memphis, who you've had success against. Right. And you think you can beat. There's another team that's all screwed up. Correct. Your second round opponent, if you do beat Memphis, would be either Golden State or Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Sacramento, who, yeah, they've beat you twice, but, you know, I don't think you're like, you're worried necessarily about them potentially. You know, at least not winning a series. Um, and then Golden State, you've had your way against them. Now, granted, um, you know, they, they, I don't know if, all, I think there's only one game that both teams have played at a full strength. I could be wrong about that, but I, I think it was just that one game in San Francisco on a Saturday night in February. But in February, okay, keep going. Yeah. So nonetheless, um, I believe that, and oh, actually, it wasn't because I think, I don't think LeBron played in that game. Um, but nonetheless, I think that you would have confidence to potentially even beat Golden State in that scenario. Then all of a sudden you find yourself in the conference finals against either Denver, um, Phoenix, Phoenix, or the Clippers. Right. You know what I mean? So you could get to a conference finals, I think, a lot easier on the seventh seed side of the bracket than you would if you did lose that game, to your point. And then you're dropped to you're you're playing for the eight seed. Let's say you get the eight seed, then you got to play Denver in the first round, much tougher than Memphis in my opinion. And then if you do get by them, you got to play the winner of Phoenix and the Clippers. This is why tomorrow night's game. And by the way, brilliant job by you, outstanding work. Because I'm with you. I think a lot of people are still to use your word wonky, which means a lot of people still don't really really understand how the plan works. And if I'm being totally honest with everybody, I've had to read this like five times. You know, <laughs> not a shock. Well, I mean, look, it's relatively new, yeah. number one. Yeah. And when you think And you're getting about, older. You know, you don't remember things as well as you used to. That is, that. listen, can't remember things as well, can't see things as well, yeah. bodily functions happen just get some readers like I do? You know, I'm contemplating. Got some green ones today. Do you know that Steve Mason, and those are sharp, very Sally, Jesse, Raphael of you. Yeah. Steve Mason- Very, very modern reference on your- Yes, part. it wasn't, but those who got it, got it. <laughs> Steve Mason let me wear his his glasses yeah. last time he and I went to a Laker game. Yeah. And I went from I can see the video board and it's just a little fuzzy to put his glasses on and it was like unbelievable clarity. Right, but he's got real glasses. I've just got readers which are just for like the computer basically okay. or paper or my phone, you know. Well, I need to do something because yeah. when I'm driving at night to South South LA from downtown well, you need LA. real glasses then. There's something because I don't have like, an issue driving. There's fuzziness going on. You know, there's Dude, like signage. You're gonna get into an accident if you I'm don't not, get glasses. No, it's, it's not that bad. But if you're fuzzy, do you have trouble driving at night without like any glasses? Because that's what that's what happened to me, Cap. I was like, oh, I'm fine. My eyes, it's just a tiny bit blurry, no big deal. But then it started to like really quickly got bad at night to where I couldn't even see like the the double lines on the road at no. night without my glasses. No, I don't have that problem. Okay. However. What I will say is, is that when I'm watching television and I'm trying to see the score of a game and I'm sitting on the other side of the room on a couch and it's not that far away. Yeah. It's not like some monster room. Right. I'm like, I'm like squinting. Like, what the, what does that say? 110 to one. What? I can't even see. I'm not sure. So I got to figure something out here. You know, um, did you, uh, by the way, dysfunctionality is a word. Okay. Thank um, you. It is the plural of dysfunction. All right. So that is accurate. Okay. Um, you pulled that one out of your rectum, um, but it worked. <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. I sure did. So anyway, and we can say the word rectum because it is a medical term. It is proper terminology. Yeah. Okay. It may yeah. not sound tasteful on yeah. the air, mm -hmm. but it, it definitely is the proper anatomical okay. terminology. Really worried about so I, I have a text here from a very important person. Who's that? Jacob and Ronnie. Okay. What does he say? Says, please tell him, Cappy. Yeah. To get glasses. The last thing I would want is for him calling me because he was in an accident. I love the guy and I would represent him, but I want him to be safe. Hey, Jacob, my Hebraic hermano, 
So much love to you, brother. Thank you. Um, I will I will make a commitment right now that sometime in the near future, when I find time to do it, I will go to Costco and have somebody look at my eyes. Okay. There you go. I mean, is that is that a, is that a, the right thing to do? Is that where you go? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I got a good life hack about Costco since you brought it up. Tell Real me. quick. So I was looking for fl- uh, flowers for my sister's 40th birthday. Yeah. And I just wanted to get like 40 purple roses because that's her favorite color. And I couldn't find them anywhere that was less than like 200 bucks. Somehow I ended up on Costco's floral website. And they got it to you for like 40 bucks. Yeah, they were like 40 bucks. Yeah. And they were 50 roses actually. And they were really, really pretty. There you go. Costco. Did you deliver them? Yeah. yeah. Do you have to have yeah. a, you have to have the membership though? No, you don't. No? And it, and they were really? delivered just like any other flower arrangement. She didn't even wow. know they came from Costco. You know, I, I thought I found a cool life hack the other day on Instagram, yeah. which was take avocados, okay. put them in cold water in a yeah. piece of Tupperware, yeah. then refrigerate them and they'll never go bad yeah that's not that new like basically my grandma did that since i was like a child right laura i feel like that's the same thing your abuela used to do back in the day right like i'm not not alone on this yeah or if you want to get them like ripe maduro maduro yeah you put them in the microwave a little bit yeah really yeah putting them in cold water and refrigerating we'll hold them yeah yeah this was news to me yeah this was news to me i mean you also didn't have an abuelita so there's that that is true. Yeah. We had a grandma. You know, I had a grandma. Yeah, it's different. You had a nana. No, no, not a nana, a grandma. Oh, just a grandma? Two grandmas. Oh, okay. No nana, huh? No nana. It's usually Both very grandmas white. were grandmas. It's very a white people thing. Nanas. They have nanas. Yeah, not a nana. Oh, good for you. Yep, two grandmas. Two I mean, grandpas. no disrespect to those who had nanas, you know. None taken. Yeah. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. So, now that we've talked about the Lakers, what does the rest of the West look like? And also, I think you and I, I know it's early, May have been right on the Dodgers so far this season. We'll get to all that coming up. Stick around. Ryan Rosillo at 5. Dave McMiniman at 6.15 to talk NBA, both of them. Uh, We'll be back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the way, Haley Joel Osment was also in, was he in the Entourage movie or the last, I think it was the, the Entourage movie or maybe the last season of Entourage, uh, one or the other, where he was like this like rich kid whose dad owned like the studio and he wanted to produce Vince's film directorial debut or something like that. It was a disaster and he was trying to like hit on Vince's girl or something. I don't remember. It was something ridiculous like that, but that was the last time I actually saw him anywhere. I must admit, and I'm uh, sad to admit such. You have no idea who Haley Joel Osment is. No, it's not that. It's just that I didn't see the Entourage movie. Oh, I did see the movie because I needed to pay homage to the show. Yeah. I, for some reason, just never really got to the movie. And I didn't hear good things about it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. You know, because you know my boy Doug Ellen. Yeah. Who's the producer of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We follow each other on social media. 
I know you do. Yeah. I know. Now, he's a guy who I should bring next year to our pickleball tournament because he's a quality pickleball player. Is he? Yeah, very good. Excellent. Very solid, as a matter of fact. Um, so, Tim in OC, as you know, is a big listener to this show, and he tweets in the Sedan and Cap Circle of Trust, which you can mm-hmm. be a part of if you go to your Twitter uh, and then go to the communities and just type in Sedano and Cap, and you'll see there you can join us. Uh, you have to be approved. We don't just let any uh, foof in. I heard Mason in Ireland use that word earlier today, um, mostly because we were getting bots, and I needed to get rid of those. So we we decided to you know create a, a velvet rope, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he tweeted in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust earlier today, Clippers national media darlings. They always pick them to get out of the West, and yet all they do is give us the choke job of the century and zero championships. Now potential first-round exits against the Suns. Still no criticism from the media. And then I responded to him, what would you like for that criticism to be? And he finally responded just a few minutes ago and said, during that choke job a couple years ago, media barely talked about it. It's like no big deal. Sure, nobody cares, but at least talk about it more. Then Kawhi chooses to be a part-time player, but he's good. He is good, not street clothes. Uh, Oh, I mean, he's not compared to like Anthony Davis. PG-13 choke during big games. No media says anything. Uh, First of all, I would say when they lost in the bubble... I think all everyone did was talk about how they lost in the bubble. And eventually it became a bigger story. So, I mean, you guys like say these things, but you actually don't like realize like how wrong you are about this stuff. Like Doc Rivers getting fired after being there for a decade, almost a decade was like not a small thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but like, I think what I think what he's saying is, is that, you know, the Lakers were the story all season, right? You know, when they were bad, everybody talked about them nonstop. Charles Barkley would go on TNT and say, why do we keep talking about these guys? They're terrible. And then the next morning, Stephen A. would be rambling well, about the Well, Lakers. let me explain something to you. Do you want to know why? Why people on TV particularly do that? And and I, I love this because then he responded a second time and said, how many excuses will you and the media give the Clippers for not winning at all? Yeah, George. How I, many excuses I, I, are you going to come up with, I Mr. love the media? owner, but come on. So I, I literally said last week while you were gone, Andy and I were talking about this, and Lindsay, you may remember this, where I said... It's been a failure. I mean, if they don't win a championship in this Kawhi Paul George like era, then yeah, they they came up short by their own words, right? Like that's not that's that's not anyone making excuses for them. Like now to answer your question and perhaps even his, do you realize the Los Angeles Lakers have one of the largest fan bases in all of sports? Forget about just basketball, just all of sports. Of so so in general, you're going to play the hits, right? I'm going to give, right. like, you, you know this, Cappy. Like, when you listen to uh, a music station, right, on the radio, there's a reason you hear the same, like, 30 or 40 songs all day. It's because th- that's the theory of play the hits, right? It's why top 40 stations are so popular, because they play the same songs that you want to hear. And, of course, you're not always listening all the time, so they play them enough so everyone can hear them. And occasionally you may hear it twice in a span of, like, an hour or two or whatever. But th- it's the same thing with sports. It's no different. Uh, you know, there's a reason people talk about the Lakers and the Yankees and, uh, you know. And there's a reason why people don't talk about the Clippers they have a or smaller the Chargers. Right. Yeah. So, so it's funny because when I hear what Tim is complaining about, what he's, what he's saying is, is that when the Clippers choke, the national media doesn't pick that up, doesn't bury well, I those dis- guys. I disagree with that because I, when they lost um, in the bubble, it was a huge deal. Now, granted, it happened during a pandemic, but everybody that had a platform at that time was sitting there going, I can't believe they lost that series to Denver of all teams. Like, that was a huge monumental upset, and Doc Rivers took a ton of deserved criticism for not adjusting in that series. 
Yeah, but but hey, Tim, I'm with you on this one, buddy. I well, because you don't remember it either. No, it's because I mean you can't even see when you're driving. What the hell? Now are wait you? a second. I'm not saying I can't see. So we know you can't remember either. Then I'm, if that's likely the case, I'm just saying that that sometimes the signs are becoming a little fuzzier at night. That's well, all. Well, let I'm me saying. ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. If Anthony Davis or was missing in in you know, or let's just say Anthony Davis for argument's sake, if Anthony Davis was not available for this first like round of the playoffs, yeah. What would you say about the Lakers? I'd say they have no chance. Well, so Paul George, second best player on that team. Like, should they have, like, of course they're underdogs against Kevin Durant and the Phoenix Suns. Wait, who's who's not, who thinks they're not underdogs? But that's they my point. Have, they could so, have Paul George well, and they're still but, underdogs. But that's, but, but right, they would be a smaller underdog, but they'd still be an underdog to your point. Yeah. But my point is right, they're missing their second best player. That's not an excuse, that's the reality. Right, who's saying that that... Okay, I'm confused. Tim in the OC is saying what is going to be the excuse when they lose in the first round? There won't be an excuse because they're com- they're going up against a team that most everybody thinks is probably the best team in the West ever since they got Durant. Correct. And check me on this, George. But I think that since Dur- every game that Durant not has lost. played in, they've yes. won every game. Right. Kevin Durant, and this is, goes back to Brooklyn too. Now he's missed uh, time, obviously, because he got hurt uh, in a game against Miami. Um, for a stretch, so he missed several weeks, and then he got hurt again, obviously with the slip or whatever uh, in the warmup. But Kevin Durant has lost three games since Thanksgiving. How many has he played in? I, I'd have to go back and check, but I know I the mean, numbers. Like, three like games. six? No, it's way more than that. <laughs> it's like twenty or thirty, like okay. in that stretch. All listen, Tim, I'm with you that when the Clippers lose or choke or fall apart or whatever. It is not covered the same way that the Lakers are covered when the Lakers are 2-10. and 10. The Lakers are a giant national brand, and Stephen A. knows that the more he talks about the Lakers, the better it is. And Skip knows that the more he talks about the Lakers or hates on LeBron, the better it is. All the big TV talking heads use the Lakers as... as content that drives ratings and very frankly the clippers whether they're winning or they're losing don't drive ratings so when you blame the media for for not covering this just understand they don't think the masses care right and by the way when they did lose in the bubble they did it was non-stop for days like it didn't stop so because deservedly so they had just put this team together and everyone had an expectation that they were going to win so and then they fell short in a series where Doc, you know, had a rough series, you know. By the way, Kevin, and by the way, the year after that, they went to the conference finals for God's sake when Kawhi got hurt. So like they actually kind of overachieved in that scenario. They'd never been there. Cappy, um, KD's played in twenty six games since twenty six uh, games, and he's only lost three games. Twenty three and three, yeah. Wow, since very impressive. There you go. That's good, solid research right there, Lindsey. Basketball. I know how to Google like the best of them. <laughs> Yes, you do. Um, so, speaking of Googling, yeah. Um, did you have to Google anyone at the Masters? Or did you know all of them? So, very funny. You were talking about this a little bit earlier about how you were following the NBA yesterday. So, I had the Masters on television because, like a very good bar mitzvah boy that I am, I was celebrating Easter with friends yesterday afternoon. Yeah. But no bread. Just so everybody knows, no bread. And George, let me tell you something. You know how hard it is for a guy like me with a real lack of discipline to be sitting there looking at a honey-baked ham and and a, and a Hawaiian roll and think, I'm going to have some of that honey-baked ham. Sorry, Rabbi, but I'm not going to have the carbs because it's Pesach. And I'm only eating matzah right now. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I was watching the Masters yesterday afternoon on the TV. This is in some people's house that had me over. 
Oh, that nice, soothing sound. Hello, friends. A tradition unlike any other. The Masters. Dude, I watched the Masters on the TV. I had the Laker game on my phone. And I was following on the ESPN app all the scores, and I was you know, scoreboard watching to see who was going to win, who was going to lose, and where the Lakers would end up. I was doing the same thing, Cap. Kept hitting refresh. Yeah. Yeah, I was only following the Masters on the ESPN app. I didn't so, care to watch it. So here's the thing about yesterday's Masters, is that Phil Mickelson played so early because he wasn't really in contention. Until late, yeah. And then he shot this 65 and we really didn't see much of Mickelson's round because guys like Kepka and Rom were at the top the whole way. Right. And there was a time, and I'm not a Phil Mickelson fan per se. I, I don't I don't really like Phil Mickelson. I'm more of a Tiger guy than a Phil guy. I think everybody kind of takes one side or the other. It's well, you also a, took a picture with Tiger with your man bun or whatever. That's true. That's true. Ponytail or whatever. But it's kind of like I'm a Chris Rock guy, not a Will Smith guy. Yeah. You know, I'm a Sammy Hagar guy more so than a David Lee Roth guy. Right, yeah. You yeah. know? But there was a part of me yesterday that as Phil Mickelson was in the clubhouse at an 8-under and and Kepka was falling apart and I'm looking at John Rahm at like 10-under, I'm like, wouldn't it be crazy if Phil wins the Masters and we never saw any of his round on TV. Yeah, it would be hilarious. I, I was the only thing I kept tuning in for was I wanted John Rom to win because I didn't want the live guys to win. Well, that was the other thing. If if Mickelson would have won or if Kepka would have won, if one of the live guys would have won, how much would that have stuck it to the PGA Tour? Right. So good thing for the PGA Tour that Rom did ultimately win. Yeah. But in the top five, three guys are from the live tour, and. Yeah, you know, but th- nobody cares about that. Just cares about who wins. No, but I don't. Re- I won't remember next year no or doubt. the year after that who the hell finished in the top five. No doubt. And and even though Mickelson's going to have yet another second place finish or a top five finish in a major, it wasn't like he made this crazy run at the very end. It happened so much earlier, and his score just held up. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, you know what? You're not going to break. Okay. Let's let's switch gears back to hoops. Okay. Uh, Ryan Rosillo of the Ringer. Uh, is going to stop by McMiniman at 615. Miniman. Your boy. So we'll get to all that coming up. Stick around. We're back in two minutes.